Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Wyma. Today, I'm with Killian, the creator of Jasper. Killian, how are you? Um, yeah, cool. Uh, hi, I'm fine. Um, I'm Killian. Uh, yes, um, uh, I've created Jasper. Um, Jasper is a um, web framework written in Dart. So um, it's there to build websites and all kinds of um, web apps um, and, and whatever. Uh, in Dart. So um, yeah, that's very cool. Um, so it kind of goes in the direction of Flutter Web or like um, the idea um, started from like seeing Flutter Web, but um, as uh, Flutter developers might know, Flutter Web isn't really built for any type of website. Like um, also the Flutter team itself clearly states that Flutter web is more like for building web apps and it has some certain use cases and stuff you can build with it, but not like general, any purpose website, um, because it doesn't really use the normal HTML, CSS style of, of building websites. Um, so that's where Jasper comes in. Um, and yeah, it, it uses those normal web technologies. It, it renders normal HTML and CSS and so, um, but, uh, you can write it, everything in Dart. Um, and yeah, that's a short, short overview. Now, um, so, uh, so it sounds like you get started in using Dart from Flutter, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started like three years ago, I guess, with Flutter, um, on the, on the mobile, mobile side, um, first, and, um, then just, yeah, wrote, wrote some apps and Flutter, um, some, some packages and, uh, Somewhere uh, on the road, like I got got into Flutter Web, or like seeing that you could could use Flutter on on, on the web, um, and tried around with it, um, built some stuff, but like also noticed the the limitations Flutter Web had, um, and um, yeah, and then somehow got the idea, or like just trying stuff out with with um, rendering normal HTML with Dart. And then the idea came up to like, um, make a framework out of it because there wasn't really anything there that, that could do that. Um, I mean, there are a couple of smaller other frameworks, um, that do kind of similar things. Um, there are also some, like there's, um, Angular Dart, which is like a Angular port, uh, like Angular JS port or, um, for Dart, but. Um, it's not really, or like it was maintained by Google, but it isn't anymore. And right now it's, um, I think there are some maintainers, but it's not super active. So, um, yeah, so, and also I started Jasper, um, looking at server-side rendering, um, because there the possibility is really cool that you can use the same or like use the same app on both the, the server and the front end or like in the browser. And, um, so, um, that's a pretty unique feature of Jasper. I think I haven't seen it with, with other similar frameworks, uh, Dart frameworks, especially, um, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. There's not that many people using Dart on the mobile or sorry, on the web front end besides in flutter. Mm -hmm. So I can understand why you'd want to look at something like that. Um, like you said, there, there's, there's the Flutter web. Can you really be a little bit more specific about the differences between the two? Because you already make it similar to Flutter web, right? So 
when would I want to choose something like Flutter versus something like like Jasper? So the the discussion that I see the most often is like people asking about how to do search engine optimization with Flutter Web. Um, and the answer there is uh, you don't most of the time um, because Flutter Web, as I said, isn't, isn't meant to be this web framework that you can build any website with it um, because it, it uses um, the, the Canvas API on web. So it uh, draws uh, pixels on the screen, but it doesn't use like the, the DOM, if you know it, like um, renders, renders the HTML with like text and, and HTML tags and meta tags. So um, you wouldn't want to use it for something like a, a blog or like in, in a web app with lots of text or like a, a landing page or something like that um, because it's really not meant for it. Um, the thing about Jasper is, so I made it that it really feels like Flutter. So it has a very, like from a um, how you develop it, uh, like a, develop an, an application with it, it feels very much like Flutter because it has a similar um, structure similar to the widget structure from Flutter, right? So in Flutter, we have widgets um, that you can combine um, with, with stateful and stateless widgets and like build your app um, out of these parts. And in Jasper, um, it's very similar. You have components, which is just the renaming of widgets, um, but you have everything, the familiar parts, you have stateless and stateful components, you have inherited components and like everything really just works the same on a, on a surface level. Um, which by design makes it so that if you come from Flutter and you want to get started with Jasper, you will feel very familiar and like you will know what's going on um, because you've seen that before, you've worked with it structure before. Um, and it's just internally um, like inside the framework that it will do something different with those uh, widgets or components um, than, than Flutter does. Um, yeah, so it's... Um, yeah, like internally, it has a different different technology, um, but it's really um, built so that that especially Flutter developers can get easy started with it, and that's the main or that was the main idea of um, behind behind um, building it mainly. Well, not just that, right? I, I'm just going through the features over here as you're as you're talking, and uh, you already have server side rendering, which I think React has or is working on that, but they haven't actually released it yet. Right. So you already have server-side rendering out of the box. There are. Yeah. So like when you, you can, that's always the thing. You can either compare to Flutter web then, and, and I've talked about that, or you can go ahead and compare it to like the, the other JavaScript frameworks that are out there, right? The, the web frameworks like React, Vue, um, I don't know, Swells maybe. Um, and yeah, there you see, um, it, it has some, some features that, that those also have like uh, they they work with some similar models. I think it's quite similar to React, but just because Flutter is also like from a structural standpoint quite similar to React. Um, um, yeah, and those some of those frameworks also do server side rendering. Um, there are also other sub frameworks um, like Next that use then or let that that give you server side rendering with like for example React. So you can. You can also do server-side rendering with, with other frameworks. Um, but with Jasper, it's just built in and it's also like um, one of the, the core features or core ideas. So it's really like um, 
it's recommended to do server-side rendering with Jasper. Like it's it's not an afterthought um, with with many of these solutions or like an additional feature on top, but it's really just one of the core features. Um, you don't have to use server-side rendering with, with Jasper. You can just use it also as a just a client-side rendering fr uh, framework. Um, but um, I think the, the benefits of doing it are, are really good. Um, and it's really, like, really easy to do. That's interesting. Um, but, but I just want to kind of make this part clear because actually when I first saw the word framework, as somebody who's, uh, uh, I do web, de web development basically every single day, uh, when I think about framework, I'm thinking like the entire stack where I can do, you know, rendering, of course, HTML, uh, server-side rendering, um, but also producing APIs using JSON, right? But I don't think that's actually supported from Jasper, right? It's just basically just only creating like simple, or not simple, but only creating web HTML apps. Is that right? Um, yes. So Jasper is mainly concerned with like the rendering, the, the HTML rendering, either if it's on the server or, or on the browser. Um, that's really the main purpose. Um, so it, you can, for example, if you use server-side rendering, if you like, then have some some Dart server app um, that you you run Jasper with. Um, it's actually supported to to integrate Jasper in like some existing Dart backends. Like for example, Dart Frog is like uh, a popular um, backend choice, um, and you can integrate Jasper with Dart Frog, for example, as just like then you have some routes that just render some HTML pages. But you can also have other rounds that that gives you some API JSON um, data back or something. So yeah, so it's really just about the um, like the yeah the the rendering output that it does, um, not really to to give you a complete backend framework because there are other other good frameworks out there. Okay, so we could just say that this is Jasper is a strictly front end only framework. But of course, include some type of way to render server side if wanted, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you, you could say front end only. I mean, it, it it gets a bit difficult to say that because it renders also on the back end. But um, yeah, so it's it's really just about the the rendering mainly. Either it's um, like front end or back end. But I mean, that's a pretty big endeavor to get into, right? Is this your first time getting into making some type of front end framework like this? So on that scale, definitely. Like. Um, I have some other, I maintain some other Dart packages, but those are not that big. Um, and also when I started this, it wasn't like, I didn't imagine it to, to, um, get that big, both in terms of like features, but also in interest. Um, I mean, it's still very early and we haven't talked about that, but like, it's still very, very early. It's on version 0 0.2. Um, it's quite some way to, to being stable. So it's not nothing that you should use in production right now. Um, it's more like for people who are really into Dart and like are curious to, to try new technologies and, and those I fully recommend or like um, say, go try it out. Um, but I guess it will, will take some time um, to, to get this to a point where it's stable and production ready. Yeah, so it's uh, like really it, on, on that scale, it's a, it's a first time. Um, it started as a, um, yeah, just some, some small prototypes. Um, I didn't know where it was going and, um, but then like people showed, showed a lot of interest and I just kept going and, um, it's steadily, um, steadily growing. 
and um, I'm trying to get the word out, I'm trying to get people excited, uh, people using it, and um, yeah. So I'm I'm really eager to see see where it uh, where it can go, um, and um, yeah. So how long have you been working on Jasper for? Um, so right now I would say it's almost one and a half years. So I started um, pretty much beginning last year or even end of the year before. Um, but then I, I did the first, like the initial version 0 0.1. Um, and after that, I didn't have much time. So I had some, some months without much activity and I only like recently, um, end of uh, last year started to, to get into it again. Um, so, um, yeah, it's like, um, about a year in, in development time, I would say, um, right now, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty, pretty big endeavor and I didn't, I didn't anticipate it to be, to be that big, but like there, there are lots of parts to it, to, to get it to a point where it's, um, really usable and, and like has the features you would expect from, from such a framework. Um, especially there, there are like really, um, small stuff or like, like, um, yeah, difficult, difficult stuff to get right with, the with, the um, HR rendering and with the, um, like with the updates that it does, like you want to update your, your app whenever something changes as Flutter does, you will want to update it as efficiently as possible and like modify the least amount of, of elements on the screen and do the least amount of, of build cycles and, and all that optimizing, um, is, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty difficult, difficult to do sometimes and uh, takes a lot of time. How, how does it actually work with the diffing, right? Are you using type of virtual DOM and doing a, a difference between the two or, or are you copying off of what Flutter's doing or how does it all work? So some parts are actually copied or like taken over from Flutter. Um, so you can, you can think about it like this. So the, the widget tree is pretty much the same as in Flutter. Um, the element tree that like is one layer below the widget tree is also pretty much the same. Um, but then in Flutter after that, well, the layer below, we have the render objects for Flutter for rendering. Um, Jasper doesn't have that. At that point, Jasper uses the DOM for, for rendering, right? So we have, um, we have the widget tree, the element tree, and then Jasper does um, has like the DOM tree or like whatever, like that the browser supports natively, um, where Flutter would have the render objects. Um, and so the, the diffing, um, like comparing the, the current state with the next state of the, of the UI happens on the layers between like the element tree and then the, the DOM in the browser. Um, yeah. And then you just try to compare things that changed and then try to update um the dom as efficient as possible um with like the least amount of of changes um yeah but the that's that's also so the that the structure like on the on the widget tree level and on the element tree level is is so similar to flutter that actually a um also a choice that i did and um i think it's a very um interesting point because it enables um, a lot of packages that you have with Flutter that use these the, the widget tree um, to also more or less directly work with Jasper. So, for example, I did a a Riverpod um, 
port to Jasper. Um, because Riverpod is a, is a great example, right? You have the core Riverpod package that is pure Dart, like it doesn't have a dependency on, on Flutter. Um, and then you have this uh, the Flutter Riverpod package that just takes all the um, primitives that, that Riverpod has and like integrates it into the, the Flutter um, tree, mainly by giving you the consumer widget and the consumer stateful widget. Um, and I could just take the the Flutter Riverpod package, modify a bit so that it doesn't use the com consumer widget, but instead like the, the uh, Jasper components. Um, but it was mostly just a pure syntactical um, adaptation of the package. I didn't have to really change the logic logic of it because the the all the widget tree and element tree is so similar. Um, and you can do that with like pretty much every, for example, state management package that is out there um, that you could adapt very easily to to Jasper. Um, things like you could uh, do block and provider and all that things um, because Jasper just have the same primitives in terms of um, widgets and like inherited widgets and stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, that that really enables the um, in terms of packages and ecosystem to to look at the existing solutions for Flutter that are out there um, for different kinds of um, architectural and and state management um, topics, and just take those and port them to, to Jasper without like reinventing the wheel. I'm kind of curious about the name Jasper, right? What what is uh, where's where's the uh, the name come from? Uh, it's the name of my dog, actually. I didn't have a, a, a better idea, so I just took the name of my dog, uh, removed the, the E between uh, the P and the R. Um, so my dog is called Jasper. And um, yeah, I just took that and somehow it, it, it stayed. Um, and um, people seem to like it. Or, uh, yeah. Okay, it makes sense because the logo has a dog in it. So now it makes much more sense now. The logo is also still from the very early experimentations that I did. I just wanted to have some logo and I just put like the face of my dog, put it in the colors of the, the Dart logo. And, um, but yeah, I, I think that's, that's going to change at some point uh, when it gets like more, um, the, the whole setup gets maybe more professional and, and I, I probably going to remake the logo and um, like the whole, um, how it's presented. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to follow. I'm looking at the uh, the Dart Frog, uh, how this thing um, integrates between the two, because I'm trying to understand. Because uh, I know that um, Dart Frog is not focusing. I mean, maybe things have changed since I take a look at it. But what when I looked at it, Dart Frog was definitely not focusing on HTML. They're focusing only on API backends. So I was kind of curious about how you hook the two up together. I mean, Dart Frog for me is just like a a way to write your um server endpoints right you just write some endpoints that get a request and return some sort of response and that response can be json but it can be just anything else so um, i thought why not uh, make it an html response rendered by jasper um the thing with like um doing stuff like that um is like when you when you open a web page, um, either server rendered or not, you will always have some additional assets that you you have to use uh, and load, especially like the the client side JavaScript that you have to load, right? Um, 
So the um, when you integrate Jasper with, for example, Darkfrog, um, it it isn't enough to just return the HTML for for a route. You still have you also have to make sure that the um, all the assets, the the JavaScript files, and also like your CSS files and so uh, can can also be loaded, right? Um, so there are some some additional parts to to integrating these um, with with some backend framework so that the um, when the the browser goes back and like asks for the resources, um, they are also provided um, by the framework. Yeah, you have to be able to point to those static files, right? Yeah, exactly. Surprisingly challenging part to figure out that that all the static files are also served correctly, um, because we without those you wouldn't like you could render some static HTML, but it wouldn't be interactive. You couldn't press any buttons or do do something on, uh, in the browser. Um, and um, yeah, because all all those files um, has to be uh, pre um, compiled, right? Because um, you write the the component logic. For example, you write a simple counter component with some some button. You click it and um, counter increases. Um, you write that as one component, and then you render it once on the server when you do server set rendering. Um, but you also have to compile it to JavaScript, like compile the Dart to JavaScript, and then serve it as a static asset. Um, which means the compilation has to be um, like at at the point where you build your application, you can't dynamically compile your Dart to JavaScript file. At least, like this would be way too slow. Um, so you have to do all that beforehand. Compile all your Dart that you want to at some point run in the browser. You have to compile it to JavaScript and then ship those compiled JavaScript files as static assets. Um, so there are some parts to to the build step um, when you want to deploy such an application. Um, that um, were quite tricky, tricky to figure out because especially um, when you have, so when you render some pages with Jasper um, and you can, again, just imagine it would be Flutter. You have some, you, you take some components, uh, some widgets, and those have some internal logic to either display widget A or widget B, right? Um, but those, those, this logic, is like executed when you request a page or like when you load um, the app. But in order to pre-generate or pre-compile all those static assets, um, either those logic has to be pre-executed or you have to basically take all the possible outcomes that a component has and compile all those um, possible then display components to JavaScript. Um, so that's also one of the main difficulties or like challenges uh, currently that Jasper has um, that I want it to be as dynamic and flexible and like flutter like as possible. Um, but at some time, like currently you have to um, define or like expl explicitly mark components that you at some point want to also work, have working on the client. Um, so that's, that's one of the limitations. Like you can't just um, on on the server render any component and expect it to also work. Then in the browser interactively, you have to um, mark it as like a component that should be also then compiled to JavaScript. Yeah, but that's like 
it goes very, very deep <laughs> into the technical stuff. Um, I hope uh, I could make it um, like quite clear also in the documentation to how, how you would do it. Um, you would just annotate your component with like a custom annotation. Um, and then all the all the stuff um, that I just talked about would be would be done automatically. Yeah, I find it also interesting you have your own playground too. So you have like this inception or recursion kind of going on where you can Jasper can run Jasper, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I took so this was mainly supposed to be like a demo of how you write an application in, in, in Jasper. Um I basically took the source code of, of Dartpad, like the, the Dart online editor, and um rewrote it in Jasper. So um that's why also like if you go on it, um it's jasperpad.shaltech.de. Um it will look like exactly almost the same as, as Dartpad. And that's because it takes all the, the style styling um and like how the layout is done from Dartpad, but just the internal logic um is rewritten in Jasper. So it's both a um showcase um or like a demo in terms of how you write application with Jasper. But it also serves as then a digital uh, like a, um an online editor for Jasper because I modified the the Dartpad um internals to uh, like the Jasper pad now um to also work and 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 compile and run Jasper apps. Um so you can also it's just so it's also a playground where you can just try out some some Jasper code and and look how it would be rendered. Well, one thing I'm kind of curious about is um is there uh, how's the support with existing frameworks right because uh, it's kind of funny. I have a, a client right now, and uh, we're trying to figure out how we can integrate some of our Flutter work into their existing JavaScript HTML application. Uh, we have a couple of issues, but we're we're going to be taking a look at it. Um, can you actually easily integrate, say, Jasper components into an existing JavaScript application? So maybe you can start to rewrite some components using Jasper rather than going 100% in. I haven't actually looked at that in particular. Um, I guess it would require some some specific setup to do that um, because, like, you, the 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 components that you write with Jasper has to be compiled um, to JavaScript. So, and then you have some um, JavaScript interop, which is almost like, or it goes in the in the same direction as with the Flutter web interop. Um, Right, so like a couple of weeks ago, there was the the presentation on Flutter Forward about the Flutter Flutter Web Interop with with JavaScript, um, and it goes in the uh, like in the same direction, right? You want to have your Dart code somehow communicate with some some natively written JavaScript. Um, so I think technically it's definitely possible. Um, it's nothing I had um, in mind yet, or like I'm I'm working on currently. Um, but I see that, like now that you mentioned it, it could be it could be a good good starting point for people to like with some existing websites to to add Jasper to like just some part of it. Yeah, that that's the way I see it because uh, in my in my team we just have basically Flutter developers and uh, a lot of people obviously have websites and we'd like to build those a little bit nicer. So when Flutter announced at Flutter Forward that you can start to export uh, components basically, which is what I actually talked about with uh, Super Declarative on a previous episode. I think 
uh, Thanksgiving episode. Uh, I, I really wanted that because I want to be able to like make us uh, a podcast player from my, from my website because the podcast players uh, available to me from my host is like not that nice. So um, that was something I really wanted to do. And now it may be possible, but it's still in experimental as far as I understand. Um, but what they showed in the demo was pretty cool. Sorry, go ahead. Especially because it's currently only on the Flutter master branch. So it's, not not in any shipped stable version or something. Um, I think also, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it it's also only works with Start 3, um, but I'm not super sure on that. Um, but also related to that, I actually made a um, example for Jasper to like um, do Flutter, Flutter web embedding with Jasper as the website part, right? Because for the demo they showed, they had the, the Flutter app, and then some native JavaScript that communicates uh, with Flutter. Um, what I did was rewrite those native JavaScript and like normal website parts that they have in that demo um, and rewrote that with Jasper and um, uh, it's now also working. And um, so that's definitely a possibility to do like interoperability between Jasper and, and other frameworks either Flutter web or like native, um, other native web frameworks or even normal manual JavaScript. Um, yeah, definitely a possibility. I think it's cool. Yeah, because everybody has a, a bunch of stuff written already in JavaScript and HTML, so it'd be nice to be able to do that. The interop, I think it would be key. Um, now, is there, I, I, uh, let me just ask it like this. Is there a, a way that I could use some Flutter plugins in my Jasper applications, or is it strictly like it's impossible because it's, they're really quite different? I mean, they may look similar, but they're really quite different. Yeah, so short answer, probably not. Um, so you can't really, so anything pretty much that has a dependency on Flutter, um, you won't really be able to use it with Jasper because it, while it looks super similar and it's like designed to to feel familiar and like has the same structure, um, it's really a, a rewrite um, of of those parts and um, it works not with Flutter but like with its own um, rendering system. So um, yeah, you won't really be able to 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 do that, especially um, all the like the the widgets packages. Like if you have some some um, widgets that are published as packages. Unfortunately, you won't be able to use those. Um, yeah, as I said, though the, the packages that like are more about architecture, I don't know, dependency injection, state management, something like that, um, you could either use directly if they don't really depend on Flutter or um, quite easily port them to Flutter, uh, to, to Jasper. Um, but yeah, like that's that's really unfortunate, but I don't think it, it also won't be possible in the future to use anything that really depends on Flutter directly with Jasper um, because it's just so different. Um, and adding, like adding this sort of support would just mean um, that Jasper uses all of its like unique um, advantages that it has, especially like with server-side rendering and something. Yeah, that that, that makes some sense. Uh, and so you, you, the, we talked a little bit about the integration, right? Cause like that would be huge. Um, now, 
uh, again, I mean, when I style stuff, you know, I'm so used to, I, the, the question still comes to mind, like, can I rely on existing CSS sheet, style sheets that I already have written for my app? That definitely, right? Because like Jasper just renders HTML, you can, um, when you write your components in Jasper, you can say output a div and give it a class name, give it um, an ID or whatever. And um, then you can just use your normal CSS style sheets and refer to that element and style it. Um, um, that's also what, what the, the Jasper pad demo does. It actually just takes the um, dartpad style sheet. I didn't even copy it. I just referred to the dartpad URL of the style sheet um, and just read it all the, 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 the DOM elements, um, rendered those with Jasper, but they just use the styles from, from dartpad. And there are also um, some some people currently, um, I think, looking into stuff like uh, doing Tailwind support for Jasper, um, that you can use Tailwind classes. And, and um, also on the on, on Jasper pad, I have an example with um, Bulma CSS, which is like also a CSS framework um, to use the the styles and the components from from this uh, with Jasper. So yeah, in terms of like normal web uh, technologies or like also CSS stuff, it's, it's really, um, really good compatible with those. Yeah, I'd be interested in the Tailwind one, especially if there's a way that you can run. Have you ever worked with Tailwind before? Um, yes, but not that much. Have you seen that they have like a, a JIT? Um, you mean that the, the, like the styles get purged that you don't use, right? That and it also will create styles upon reading your code too. Oh no, that I, I haven't worked with. No. Yeah, so one that you've that you already know about is like it it'll remove styles that you don't use, right? Mm -hmm. That's one way. The other way is that you can dynamically create uh, new classes by using square bracket syntax. So say you want like pattern uh, padding right of two pixel, mm -hmm. you could say pr dash and then left square bracket two px right square bracket. It reads the PR, notices that that the pattern that's the pattern of padding right, and then grabs the value of two px from inside the square brackets, and then we'll create that class with the value of padding right two px. Okay, and so it it parses the HTML file, or does it also look at JavaScript or other files? Yeah, it looks at there. It it'll parse JavaScript. It'll parse uh, HTML. It'll parse because it because it works with React. It works with um. It also works. So I, I use uh, Elixir a lot for my backends, and they have a custom. Uh, you can just I mean similar to like JSX, they have this kind of customized thing. But mm -hmm. you use like a yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> they have a really custom way of creating um, the HTML within the code, similar to the JSX kind of style. And it'll read that too, and it sees the classes, and it's able to create those things automatically. And even like the the prefixes, right? So you, there's like a print colon prefix. You can even create prefixes on the fly, and it'll just create what you want. It's really uh, amazing. It's it's weird. It's like it's like it's reading my mind because mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I created like a really goofy like crazy prefix once, and I just made it up. And because I based on what I understood about the the uh, the JIT and it read it perfectly and I was super surprised and very happy. I basically haven't written CSS for a long time because of the JIT. Like basically, nearly most of it, like ninety five percent of the CSS I need is already in Tailwind. That remaining five percent I can just make up on the fly. 
So I really never need to write CSS ever again. It's really nice. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So yeah, I know that that there are a lot of people that swear by Tailwind or like use it. So um, I'm definitely looking into to supporting it also, especially with those um, features that you just mentioned, um, so that you can create your your own styles and and um, combine or like also like with the purging. Um, it's probably I would imagine it's probably not that simple because um, I don't know if there are integration with Dart yet um, or what what would we, what would be required to to do that. I don't know yet, um, but I guess I'm definitely looking into it and and yeah. Yeah, you got me curious. I, I know that. I mean, as far as I understand, these guys are trying to make this thing work for everything. Um, I mean, it doesn't hurt to reach out and see if they're interested to help. Um, I know that they do make a huge effort to try to get Tailwind out there. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, worst case is they say no, but <laughs> they may point you out and say, well, we can't help you with this, but we can point you out how to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a huge endeavor, but I think the, the benefits are, are huge. Uh, it, like I said, I, I love Tailwind so much just because I don't need to write CSS anymore. I could just write the classes. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um... I guess there are, there are not much people that that really love writing CSS <laughs> directly or like um, manually. Yeah. Oh, well, the problem is keeping track of all your classes and knowing which ones you need still and which ones you can throw away. Especially, and I, I looked at that also with Jasper. Um, with Flutter, you more or less do your your styling of of your components directly in or like where you define your components because you, they just like take the container, it just has a bunch of properties, how to style it. Um, with with CSS, you always have the this, this separation um, where you put your styles at one place and your your layout or like what, what elements you have on the other place and you have to kind of keep track um, how those are, are linked or like how those refer to each other. Um, so I was, I'm, I'm also looking into a way, a system to use like how, how how Flutter works, where you just put the styles of of any component just directly into the component, um, and make it make it work with that. But then, like internally, again, render normal CSS, um, and like split it split it up into separate style sheets. Um, so then you would have the cool developer experience of like not having to manage different different style sheets and and like places where you put those, um, but still have the yeah, the, the normal um, way of how, how it would be rendered in the browser in the end. Now, I, I did see you, you're running some benchmarks, right? Have you ever tried to run benchmarks, say, against React or some other popular frameworks to see what the, the speed difference is? Because i seen it here. I don't think I've seen React, but maybe I, I didn't read it properly for your benchmarks. I think there is, is a React comparison in the, in the benchmark, yeah. Like, if you go on the GitHub and then go to benchmarks, um, it's currently benchmarks against React, Angular, and uh, another another Dart Dart framework. Um, yeah, I mean it's currently not not on top of the the performance scale, um, but I mean it's also still very early. So, um, but I'm quite happy with with that it still kind of holds up. Um, like it's not super far behind, um, and and. Yeah, I just did that also to to have an idea about the rough 
performance of like is it comparable is it super bad or i don't know um but it holds holds are pretty good i think well you have a it's really weird you have a column for vanilla js but there's no no values there is that just the benchmark or what yeah. is that <laughs> it didn't generate those correctly i guess um i i haven't looked at it um yeah no it's just some some generation error or something yeah, you have this VJS, React VJS. The V means what? I didn't quite understand that part. I don't know really. I just I just forked it from from some other repository that does those and added Jasper as a column. So I didn't really look into how the others are work and and what they are really. Well, I also like that you worked on the testing part because that's something that not a lot of people care about these days is actually writing automated tests, right? I mean. I forgot to ask you ask you about your background, right? What, what, like, how did you get started into programming? Uh, I got started in the school, I guess. Like, um, we had some programming courses at school, and then um, um, when I finished, uh, I when I graduated, I started studying computer science. So I'm also currently still studying. Um, uh, so I'm studying in Munich, and um, yeah, and then then did some some programming jobs. Um, during studies, I did also years a year ago like some freelancing work for Flutter. Um, right now, I'm I'm at a company um, where I'm I'm writing a Flutter app, and um, yeah. Then I got like into um, into the like the Flutter community, and like I tried I I built some packages some while ago and um, published them on pub.dev and. Um, like steadily grew like uh, attention to those and um, improved those and um, yeah I'm currently really just trying to get um, more familiar with the community more into the community um, I mean I really like the the openness and like um, how everybody is so so nice and um, friendly in the in the community especially with Flutter and um, there's always so much going on especially now when you look beyond just Flutter and like look at the broader Dart ecosystem with all these things popping up with um, Dart backends and Dart servers. And um, now the newest one is like the, the Dart Edge um, package where I'm also experimenting with, with Jasper. Um, so there are like these, these Edge functions, which are like super local serverless functions um, for, for running any like some code and um those are also really really cool to to experiment with and try around and like try to render some some jasper apps and pages um yeah okay yeah this is looking pretty cool i I like the fact that you're focusing on creating just plain html css apps uh it seems like we've lost <laughs> when i say we i mean the community uh, has kind of lost focus of doing that. They, we kind of just went all in on Flutter and uh, forgot about, you know, what's the stuff actually, that stuff that actually works and is not an issue at the moment, right? So I think the issue at the moment is like people are saying, oh, you got no SEO, you got all, you got the stuff, you don't have it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because you want to be able to create all these really, uh, un, uh, how do you call those, very not so uh, HTML natural kind of style. Uh, but sometimes you want to use Dart, you want to use the style of Flutter but you also still want to make apps that are SEO compliant and actually look like and act like traditional HTML, CSS, JavaScript. So it's it's cool that you're working on this. 
Yeah, I mean, Flutter is great. Flutter Web is great. Um, I really enjoyed that they, on like during Flutter Forward, really positioned Flutter Web again very clearly. Um, so like they said, really, Flutter Web isn't for everything, like in terms of websites. Um, I mean, especially for Jasper, this is great because now I don't feel like I'm really, um, I'm not really a competition to Flutter Web. But um, more like in, in, yeah, like for a different purpose, really. Um, and maybe like especially with some stuff like embedding Flutter Web embedding, um, you could use both um, on the same same website depending on what you want to build. Um, yeah, and I just generally think Dart is such a great language. It has such potential in all different kind of areas. Why only? Um, focus on Flutter or why why only limit to Flutter um, while it can run on backend and all this all different kinds of, of applications. So um, yeah, and I, like for me, the, the one thing that I felt was still missing um, was really the, the front end web framework kind of stuff. So I built it. Yeah, I, I like that attitude. I, I just want to say I agree. Like I feel like the mm, the community like lost focus of Dart and Dart is kind of a general purpose language. Uh, we just kind of like it's like well if you do Dart you definitely do Flutter and maybe do nothing else, which is I thought was very sad for Dart because I think that limits the possibilities that people even think about using Dart. When Dart, I mean, because of Dart, that's why we have Flutter, but it's not because Flutter that's why we have Dart. But yeah, Dart Dart on itself is a great language for for lots of great purposes. Um... Well, don't like don't restrict it to Flutter. Um, yeah. Also, um, like we we could talk about maybe a bit about the what it means when you have Dart as a language for both like Flutter and backend and then potentially your your web frontend um, in terms of like code sharing and and um, sharing um, yeah different kinds of like you could share your models or some some business logic. Um, all between those applications with without much of a hassle, um, and like it's the same, um, I guess, advantages that that people say about stuff like Dart Frog, like the the backend framework, right? That you can just share code between your Flutter app and and your backend written in Dart, um, and with Jasper, this goes even further to now you can share code between your website and your mobile app. Um, and potentially other um, places where you start. Um, so that's also, yeah, in my my feeling, a very strong strong point for it. Um, I'm glad to hear that you also think the same. Uh, like I said, uh, and I, and uh, and I think that they the the Dart and Flutter teams kind of also made it a little bit worse by bundling the two together. Right when there's a new Flutter release, then usually have a new Dart release, and same the other way around. I mean, if I don't know, some people, I mean, it makes sense that that's the biggest use case for it. So you can bundle the two together, but then I feel like you kind of limit yourself. Dart can never be its own thing if that's the way you're going to use it. So as somebody who does web stuff too, right? I mean, you've heard of SAS before. SAS is all written in Dart. So it's like not like there is bigger projects using Dart. It's just not so common to hear. And I'm just afraid that because we wrap it so much with Flutter that you're never going to see more. Yeah, sometimes um, I feel like they could could market Dart a bit more independent of Flutter, as you said. Yeah, yeah. 
So there, it's it's currently quite yeah, quite always dart and flutter together, like always in the same sentence. Um, not really looking at dart as its own great language. Um, but also, like to be fair, I feel that that the, there is changing, like all the interest in in Dart as a backend and, and on other other kinds of of apps, I think, is rising. Um, there are more and more people interested in it and and, and doing stuff with it. Um, it may be also just because Flutter was so big that, like in the beginning, everyone just focused on Flutter, and and maybe in a year or two, this this will have changed, or like hopefully. Well, I also like the fact that, um, how do I say this? You also like, um, said, okay, there's nothing, there's nothing there that I'm looking for. Let me just roll up my sleeves and create it myself. Cause that's not easy to do. Uh, sometimes I get that idea, but I don't think never an idea like this where I build a whole framework and then have a, have a dart pad like kind of thing and all this other stuff. So I really applaud you for that. Cause that takes a lot of work, and a lot of effort. Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, that like this wasn't a, a really a plan to to do it like that. Um, in the beginning, it was just some I just played around with some um, web stuff or like Dart on web, and then tried to create some uh, helpers that that helped me to to easier write those those websites in Dart because um, if you, I mean, you could use the the Dart Dart HTML um core library uh, to just interact with the dom manually um as people did like i don't know 20 years ago with javascript um but like that's that's nothing where you would build a, a scale like a large scale website with so i just for myself in the beginning um tried to to come up with some simple library that helped me and then um it kind of evolved into this this big framework thing um and yeah, but but I, I really love it. Uh, I love uh, that that also that other people like it. And um, um, yeah, right now I really could see this um, becoming um, yeah a lot bigger and and a lot more people using it. And um, I mean that's great that it evolved so dynamically. Now, what's left to make this production ready? Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a good question. Yeah, so I mean I have a couple of of to do's um, from the implementation standpoint. Um, one big thing is like a good router. So it doesn't really have right now a, a super good routing solution. Um, like if you want to create multi multi page um, websites like a blog again, um, um, stuff like that has to be done. Then of course, like some improvements to, to like the testing system um some improvements to other parts um probably some some performance improvements um yeah i guess a lot of a lot of work all over i cannot like i don't have that one thing that has to be there it just have has to evolve um and then has to get a stable api um uh yeah i'm also like trying to to um add more examples with jasper so like that people know how to use it especially um i think a big topic is also how to deploy it because it doesn't it does, it's not enough that you can just run it locally you have to deploy it somewhere and um then comes the question do you do server-side rendering or do you do um just the static site and where do you host it host do, do you host it on a cloud on which cloud how do you do it 
like there's a lot of lot of questions I think that that could still be answered and wrapped in in examples and documentation and um, that's also part of such a project, right? All the non non coding stuff or like not the core code of the framework um, also has to be done, um, and is is also a main factor of like to get people to use it, right? I mean, so. Um, that's why I also focused on, like, I, I think right now it still has, or it already has a pretty, pretty good documentation for like the state where it's in, um, because I always try to really be really up to date and, and put effort in also the documentation and examples and um, the, the testing package that comes with it and uh, the examples, uh, the, the playground. Um, I mean, of course, the playground was, was a lot of work, but in the end, I think think it paid off because people could very easily um, try it out, look at it. Like you wouldn't have to dig into the code to see how it how it could work. So it gets um, probably people easier access to the framework, and I think that's that's also important. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm loving the work that you're doing. I hope that you know this continues on and becomes something bigger and uh, takes on a life of its own. Yeah, I, I hope that totally. Yeah. I mean, it would be a dream to to really, um, like, if this evolves to something that, um, like, kind of could could stand on its own, um, or like be be a full time thing that I could do, um, that would be amazing, right? Um, so there's there's still a long road, I guess, to to get it to a, to a point like that, but um, it's it's heading in the direction, I guess. That's great. Uh, and, uh, and with that, um, I think we, we've run out of time uh, and we had a good introduction of Jasper. Is there anything that we should know about Jasper before we sign off? Um, I think I covered everything. So I hope, I mean, you can like, it's on GitHub, go to, uh, I guess it's, it's will be linked. Um, you can, can look at it, play it out. Um, and yeah, just. Now, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how can they contact with you? Um, I've made myself Twitter very recently, <laughs> so uh, you can you can find me on, on Twitter on under uh, like Schultek underscore Dev, um, and you can reach out to me there. You can also just write an issue on GitHub if you have problems with Jasper. Um, I'm quite active on GitHub itself. Like, um, yeah. Awesome. Well, I really want to thank you for coming on and talking about Jasper. And again, I thank you for the work you're putting into it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was really great. Um, what a lot of fun. Um, and, and yeah, always a cool, cool opportunity to um, show people what you're doing. <laughs>